This episode of United We Stand is sponsored by Bet on Brazil. Visit betonbrazil.com for the very latest odds and offers. Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. I'm Andy Mitten and I'm stood outside the Globe Pub on Baker Street in London. It's a famous pub before games at Wembley because you can walk down the stairs and go to Madame Tussauds if you want. But most people here will be going straight to Wembley. They've got a couple of options and it's only maybe 15 minutes away. Uh, the Globe is a public, synonymous with England matches. A lot of England fans meet up uh, there before games. At the moment, it's mainly Leicester. There's a few United. A few of my mates who are United lads, they're having a drink in pubs around the corner. Uh, I was in London last night in a nice pub overlooking the Thames and there were some United fans in there. We did actually attempt to start the podcast twice, but I think, well, I've got to be fair... They had that much drink that when I started doing the interviews, there wasn't a level of coherence that maybe uh, we should expect. So I do apologise to the people I spoke to on, on Saturday night. I will get you on the podcast this season. Um, but we're starting this one here. It's a community shield. It's the first time United have been in this uh, game since David Moyes' first competitive game when United beat Wigan in 2013. That would turn out to be the only trophy for three years. Let's hope we've not got another three-year trophy. Um, we've got a new manager. There's excitement. It's been tempered a little bit in the last week or two. Uh, the pre-season has not gone as well as it could have done. Jose Mourinho doesn't look delighted. I think he's just starting to understand what it's like to be Manchester United manager and the compromises he needs to make. Um, you've got the commercial elements at the club. Uh, Paul Pogba is a transfer which has rumbled on throughout the summer. I understand that he's coming, but the deal's not been done yet. I've understood that he's coming and he wants to come to Manchester United. I did a piece about it on Friday, which I put on my Twitter account, which gives you some background into how United have tried to get Pogba, who probably favoured Real Madrid at the start of the transfer window. Not that he will ever say that if he comes to Manchester United. But the transfers have, have been greeted well by United fans. There's definitely more enthusiasm than there was a year ago, which is not hard because people are tired of Louis van Gaal. Football was poor and they just want a change. To be honest, anybody could have taken over and people would be happy about it. The fact that it's Mourinho is definitely seen as a plus. He's got a transfer record as a winner. And as I stand here at the start of August on a beautiful day in England's capital. I'm really looking forward to this season. There's a couple of Cockney Leicester fans walking past. We've got a Manchester City fan with us as well. I'm just going to decide whether we get him on the, the podcast or not. He's not going to Wembley. And with Chris, uh, a lad from Manchester. Um, Chris Lord, long-time United we stand reader and United fan. How are you feeling about this season with United, Chris? Excited, I think... Van Gaal and love him or hate him Moyes to just take a night what we what became used to really with two and a half decades of Ferguson's reign i.e. excitement attacking free-flowing football and I think again as you say as we stand here on the cusp of this season none of us know how it's going to go with Mourinho but one thing for certain it's going to be exciting and it's, you look at the signings he's made again loves Zlatan I hate him it's going to bring a sort of man in a team of boys and it's just yeah it's going to be very very exciting so Hopefully we'll do something this year. 
you're a Manchester lad, but you go up to Old Trafford from London because you work in London. Yeah. Um, are these trains fully United fans? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, however, you know, it's the it's the old myth, isn't it? No United fans come from Manchester. I've, I've lived bollocks. Yeah, I've lived in London twenty years now, and it's very much you see. I spent the last few years. You've seen loads more out of town city fans coming up. Um, yeah, we do get our, our fair share of out of towners, and uh, but that's just the way it's always been, right? So Mourinho's a man for you. Mourinho would have been absolutely nailed on the man uh, straight after Fergie. However, you look at who was there on the market now with Pep dealing earlier to go to City. In terms of who was there available at that moment, and again, you know, whoever was coming in wasn't going to get Champions League football. Um, I think we've done well for Mourinho, and I think he's going to be—it's going to just—it's going to get bums back on seats. Uh, people were starting to get disenchanted with Van Gaal, um, and yeah, it's going to be—it's going to be very, very exciting. Um, before I get the tube to Wembley, um, I'm aware of a Manchester City fan who's who's in the group. Um, could you just introduce yourself, sir? I'm not sure I can do that really, but yeah, my name's Paul. I've uh, just brought my son up to uh, to watch the game. So, so you're a City fan from? Yeah, I can't really say. <laughs> I'm a City. No, I'm a City fan from. I actually live in Paris at the moment, but was in uh, in Southwark for quite a few years. So. Uh, and you used to go home and away with City. I know you still go to a lot of games now, but when yeah, you were I went home and away for for ten or fifteen years. So. I am a City fan. I am going to watch this game. I am quite looking forward to it. So um, you would you would go when City went to places like Grimsby and Gillingham and, and York, all these places and yeah. York. Yeah, I you was there. Uh, <laughs> I was there. Uh, yeah, I remember going to uh, Huddersfield, York. God, you name it. I was I was there. But what do you think of how your team are going to do this season? And what about United? You're quite objective. I've been speaking to you earlier on. Yeah, I think last year was a disappointment for both teams. Really, I was pretty disillusioned under Pellegrini I know wasn't as bad as Van Aert no 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 no. but I think watching watching both teams last year I think we can only hope for better you know personally speaking I'm extremely excited that that Guardiola's come I think United as I think I said to you before had no option but to bring in Mourinho so that rivalry is going to add to it I'm, yeah I am objective do I want City to win yeah of course I do but equally you know it can only be a good thing I think the the Manchester teams taking on the London teams is, is a good thing. So You live in Paris now, you work in business, you'll be speaking to high flyers. What do they say about Manchester, the city, and Manchester, the football? Does it come more onto the radar yeah. when when it when it's high profile? Well, you know, people are talking about it more than equivalent cities to Manchester, you know, large, regional powerhouses, if you like. But, you know, there's not Toulouse does not get the same attention no. or Lyon doesn't get the same attention as Manchester no not at all Paris is in its own bubble I mean to be honest I work with mainly PSG fans and, and because they're PSG fans and because the Parisians are, are pretty much football obsessed whereas the rest of the country is rugby obsessed there's a real sort of uh, real focus on Manchester specifically because of the money that, that that's involved at City the, the fact that that PSG is Qatari and, and, and City is, is owned by the Abu Dhabi uh, guys. So I think that, you know, especially the fact that the, the, the money and the, the Middle Eastern connection is, is, is primarily their focus. But, you know, Manchester is renowned now for football. It's not necessarily business. It purely is those two teams. So it's, uh, it's not a bad time at all. You told me a story earlier about how you used to go out with a United fan, a season ticket oh, holder. Oh, come on. <laughs> and she promised you a ticket for the derby and stood you up outside the Stratford end. 
she stood me up outside the Stretford end, left me a bitter blue outside the Stretford end. Good girl. When, so, when a Man United fan took pity on me and gave me a free ticket for the Stretford end, and yes, we did get back. How did he know to take pity on you? Because I was bitter and upset outside. So the game round. had started? The game had started. You, you, had you been seeing her for long? Oh, seriously, yeah, I'd been seeing her quite a long time, and I think she knew the quickest and most painful way to hurt me and yes she did it and and you split up after that uh, yes so she went in the ground with your ticket yes and, and a United fan took pity on you yeah and you went which and game she, was it it was the derby wasn't it yeah but which match oh, do you I know I can't remember I think, I think you beat us 3-0 actually but I, I seem to remember a mate of mine who, who is a, a staunch United fan who I did find in the Stretford end said all I did that entire match was look up into the corner yeah. where she was sat with an empty seat next to her. Really? And I'll never forgive her for it. So and that was, that's premeditated, that, isn't it? Premeditated and To inflict pretty, maximum injury? Yeah, yeah. Or maybe she was sparing you because United used to Kane City and every United day. Kane City every, every match. However, I will say that over the last few seasons I have, I have enjoyed it immensely. I bet you have. What, Rashford's goal? <laughs> Apart from that. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Cheers. United We Stand is sponsored by BetOnBrazil.com. It's the new betting site for all sports punters with great odds, markets and offers. Mm. Listeners to this podcast can now get a free £10 when they deposit £10 just by using the promo code UNITED10. Just visit BetOnBrazil.com and enter promo code UNITED10 when you deposit your £10 and you'll get £10 free. Sign up now at BetOnBrazil.com. BetOnBrazil.com is it for over 18s only? Betting should be fun, so please gamble responsibly. Okay, yeah, this is Martin Blackburn from the Sun. What did you make of Manchester United beating Leicester City? Man? I thought there was, I thought it was an interesting afternoon, Andy. I mean, there was enough for uh, United fans to be uh, optimistic about about the new season. Uh, Ibrahimovic. Um, Pops up with a winner. That's the sort of thing that he does, you know. He's got uh, he's got that about him that he can do nothing for a whole game, but then uh, he'll pop up uh, late on and, and do that for you. I think that's something United have missed in the past season, and uh, you know that's why the fans are going to love him. They also seem to have taken to uh, Eric Bailey quite quickly. There was a few heart in the mouth moments, I think, but uh, overall I thought he was uh, he was good. I think the sponsors made him man of the match, so uh, that was quite encouraging. And uh, the fullbacks as well. I thought you know Valencia's had a great pre-season. And there he was again, providing the winner. And uh, it's just so good to see Luke Shaw back. You know, his uh, uh, last season could have been could have been different if uh, if he'd have been playing because he was playing that well before he got injured. And uh, uh, yeah, good news for uh, United and for England. A first trophy for Mourinho. I sense yeah. that he's satisfied, but part of me thinks he's still thinks there's a lot of work to do here. I think so. Yeah, if you look at his quotes, uh, Andy from the press conference on Friday, I think he was uh, he was implying that really. I think he, he would rather have another couple of weeks before the season starts. He made that comment about it would have been easier if uh, if he'd had 20 uh, new players to uh, work with. Um, and, and what he means there is he's struggling to sort of change some of the habits that they've uh, they've got into under Van Hal. And if we all know what those are. He needs them to be playing a lot Wonderful, quicker. Wonderful, fast-flowing football. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So uh, he needs time to work with them. But, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's known for making quick starts to, uh, to seasons. And uh, if he can do that, then, you know, United could take some stopping. Bailey. I've mm. just written my piece about Bailey. Mm-hmm. I thought right from the first ten minutes, yeah. he was featuring an awful lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, 
even if it meant overhitting passes yeah, yeah. and making mistakes. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. on balance, he had a very good game. He did, yeah. I mean, Vardy didn't do a great deal. You know, I thought he, I thought he had him well, uh, uh, you know, in his pocket. Really, I mean, the, the goal that he got was was as a result of a mistake. So uh, Bailey can be well pleased. And again, I think he's the sort of player that United have missed. Really, he's a bit of a character, you know, and he's got something about him. And uh, yeah, the fans seem to have taken to him already. And uh, uh, yeah, I think you know he'll probably end up starting the season alongside Smalling. I think Smalling was training at the end of last week, and uh, he will be. Uh, he's going to be a big player for United. It was it was a lot of money, thirty million. But as we've seen across town at City, you know, you can't pick up you know centre halves for, for for nothing these days. So uh, thirty million, he'll, he'll need a bit of time to settle in. But like I say, you know, the sponsors gave him man of the match today, and I think uh, I didn't really see anyone on the pitch who was uh, who was more deserving of it. So uh, so that was uh, that was encouraging as well for United. Phil Jones didn't make the 18-man squad. Yeah. Bastian Schweinsteiger mm. uh, is being told to train with the reserves. Mm. Mm. It's not looking good for those two, is it? It's not, no. I mean, I, my understanding, Andy, is that Phil Jones is OK, that he will stay. But it's clear that, you know, he's, he's been out of football for quite a long time. He hasn't. He's hardly played any first-team football. And that's a worry. You know, you look back on how Alex Ferguson used to think of him. Obviously, he uh, used to think very highly of him. Um, but, yeah, you, you sort of wonder, with Bailey coming in, uh, exactly how much football he's going to get. It might be that he gets sort of reintroduced to things in the Europa League uh, and uh, from, from there see, see you know how he copes with that. But that's my worry about Jones really, that he's, he's, he's not played for a long time and uh, it's going to take him a while to uh, get back into speed, or up to speed. As for Schweinsteiger, I think, I think we've seen the last of him in a United shirt. I can't really see any way back for him. The way Jose talked on Friday was that uh, he's got 20, he's, he's upped it from 20 outfield players to 23 uh, presuming Paul Pogba comes, uh, you know, this week, which, which why we has there been any speculation linking United with a move to Pogba this summer? <laughs> yeah, I've heard, I've heard it might be. You can have that as an exclusive if you want. Uh, Andy, well, it'd uh, be expensive, though, wouldn't it, if he was to go? <laughs> it would be. Is yeah, he playing at yeah, Juventus? Yeah, he used to play for United as well. I don't know if you've heard that. No. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's uh, he's in for medical tomorrow. So again, you know, the way Jose spoke, although he didn't sort of. Speak about Schweinsteiger directly. He did say that he's he's finalised his 20, 22 outfield players so far. Pogba, presumably, comes will make it twenty three, and Schweinsteiger's outside of that. So uh, uh, I think, unfortunately for him, you've seen the last of him in a United shirt. Just not worked out for Schweinsteiger. Came it's with a not. great reputation, very it's popular not. among fans, but he underwhelmed even the players who trained with him. So yeah, yeah, great yeah. lad, but yeah. he just wasn't to the standards that, that, yeah. that, that they were expecting. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I can remember this time last year we did a sponsor event that Brian Robson was at, and uh, you know we sort of we were getting Brian Robson on. Did he see a, bit, a little bit of himself in Schweinsteiger? Stagger. Now, Robson, being the pro that he is, suggested that he, he did, and he, he had high hopes for him, but it just never worked out for him, really. And, uh, it, you know, you've got to wonder why Bayern Munich let him go, Andy, for such a, a, a sort of reasonable price, really. You know, for if, they, if they'd have thought that uh, they could get a bit more out of him, they would almost certainly have kept him for uh, a little while longer. So uh, I think it was probably a bit of a desperate move by, uh, by Louis van Gaal, that one. And, uh, and that's the way, it's, uh, uh, that's the way it's, it's unfolded, really. You know, a good guy to have around, I'm sure, because great experience World Cups and Champions Leagues with Bayern Munich but uh, Jose doesn't worry about reputations so uh, it's not really surprising that it's come to this and you could have plenty of good guys to be around mm. earning a lot less than yeah. what he's earning uh, exactly. and with Jones I spoke to Gary Neville about Jones and he said finally he, he, he doesn't doubt his potential mm. as a player mm. the problem is he's not got that run of games mm. he's not coming close to 40-50 in the season no. which is what you need mm. 
and United have had some great central defensive yeah, partnerships yeah, yeah. Vidic and Ferdinand mm. Bruce and Pallister mm. and Jones Evan Smalling yeah. they've just not come close because no. of injuries or loss of form That's it. to get in that and yeah, yeah. after five years at the club yeah, yeah. there's a point where you say you have you know, to yeah yeah it could, it could be that really you know and uh, I know there's been talk of, uh, of another centre half coming in as well mm. My sort of hunch on it, having listened to Mourinho on Friday, is that Pogba might be the last signing of the summer. So there is a little bit of a hope there for Jones. But like, like I was just saying earlier, you know, it's been so long since he had a run of games. That's the, that's my big uh, worry about him. And you know, Van Hall obviously didn't fancy him at the back end of last season. I think he was, I think he was pretty much fit playing in the under 21s, but never seemed to sort of push on. And he and got frustrated. He got very frustrated, yeah, which yeah. is understandable. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. So you know, he's really dipped. When you think back, I think I think it left a lot of people scratching their heads. But you know, you think about Fergie saying he could be United's ever greatest ever player three years those, ago. Those Duncan Edwards yeah. comparisons probably, yeah, yeah. probably didn't help him. They probably didn't. No, no. I mean, he, 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 he can't really fill that sort of. You can't, you can't live up to that sort of billing, really. You can sort of see what people meant. You know, he, he came from Blackburn. He had that. He could play central midfield. He could play centre half, big unit, and all that. But uh, no, it's just not happened for him. People close to him, though, say that you know United have told him he's staying for the time being. So hopefully that means Jose sees something in him that he thinks he can work with. But at the moment, it looks to me like he's quite well down the pecking order. Finally, where will United finish this season in the league? To me, it's between United and City, uh, Andy. I mean, we saw Leicester today. They've still got a little bit of something about them. I think uh, Kante will be a huge loss for them and also juggling the sort of European thing. They, they never had that before. Uh, but to me, you know, the, the managers that they've got, the squads that they've got, United bringing Pogba in, uh, I think that, um, you know, that's going to be uh, a huge signing for them, really, you know. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be the two Manchester clubs battling it out. And, um, I don't know, I couldn't call it. <laughs> They've well, been the top two, I'll, I'll put it that way. I'll ask you again in April, thanks for your time. Pleasure, cheers Andy. It's an hour or so after the final whistle and I'm walking away from Wembley Stadium, past a couple of kids playing football, wearing United shirts with Ibrahimovic's name on the back and the number nine. The famous Wembley arch is lit up red, which will become more prominent when it goes dark, but for now... It's a beautiful summer's evening and it's still light. There's still a lot of people around. One of the improvements which came with the redevelopment of Wembley was that there's bars, there's restaurants, there's hotels. It's not a bad place now. It's a good place. So I'm walking back down Wembley Way to get the tube back into central London. United have won their first trophy under Jose Mourinho. Rewind to three years ago, and I remember leaving the ground here when David Moyes had won his first trophy, and things didn't work out thereafter. I think things will be much better under Jose Mourinho, and it was a it was a pretty good performance from United. There's still a lot of room for improvement, but we're in August, and United have not really had a proper game. China didn't work out as a tour. Um, there was the Rooney testimonial and the game against Galatasaray which was, which was encouraging and now we're into the Charity Shield Community Shield well, the game was won but the, there were lots of uh, positives uh, Eric Bailey was man of the match he did well I spoke to him after the game he doesn't speak English yet and so I spoke to him in Spanish and he seemed pretty sure of himself he seemed pleasant Tom Minute is enjoying his time at United and 
everything's basically good. I mean, he's, he's more inclined to say that. He's hardly going to say things are a disaster if they were, but there's no reason why they're not. He's coming as an almost unknown player and he's been probably the most impressive player so far. I spoke briefly as well to Antonio Valencia. He's had a, a good start to the season, although I say that before the first league game's been played. And Valencia is... Uh, He's made another assist today. He set up Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, for United's winner. Zlatan didn't really do much until the 83rd minute when he rose above the Leicester captain, Wes Morgan, to head the winner in, which is a sort of moment that has been lacking in the last couple of years. And you need a player like Ibrahimovic to provide those moments. It's, there has been plenty of... Um, no, Rashford scoring at City last season was a great individual moment and there, are, there has been others, there's just not been enough. So I'm going to get get on the tube now. The season starts at Bournemouth on Sunday. Uh, the lads will be doing a podcast on the coach on the way down there. I think it helps that United have got a clear week of training at Carrington. Mourinho would have preferred four clear weeks of training at Carrington. But he can continue to improve, to get his way, to adjust. You know, he just doesn't arrive and fit in perfectly. It takes time for him and his, his assistants. Uh, some guys are walking past me on Wembley Way called Team Cheeky. There'll be some video log sort of thing where they, they stick um, cameras in front of Faces. I saw them in the mix zone trying to do it with some of uh, the players jumping about trying to get content which they put online. Um, the changing face of football and football journalism. And so that's the podcast kicking off now properly for this season. We're going to got some decent guests and this week we're going to start working on the first United We Stand of the season which will be on sale outside Old Trafford before the Bournemouth game. Uh, Please support us, maybe subscribe for the season so we know where we're at financially or we can have an idea because we do have the budget. We do have large print bills to pay because we've got costs attached to, you know, print bills are not free and we've held the price for the ninth season, I think it is, still £2.50, so we think it's good price and hopefully we'll have more optimism to reflect rather than what we've had in the last couple of seasons. There's going to be players leaving this month, it's obvious. And there'll be some surprises as well. Phil Jones, as we spoke about, was left out of the squad. Um, Fellaini started today, that may have surprised some people. And it, his error led to Jamie Vardy's equaliser. Um, Ander Herrera came on, Juan Mata came on and then came off. Uh, so, there's always questions but there always is at any football club not just Manchester United so I'm going to get on, on the tube go back into central London thanks for listening and we will see you next week